Friday. Do you guys, do you kids know what Good Friday is? Jackie, Ephraim, do you know what Good Friday is? What is it? Help them, Mama. It's the day that Jesus went to the cross for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it wasn't that long ago that Jesus stood on the top of Mount of Olives where he looked down over Jerusalem and he sent out two of his disciples to go and get a colt for him to fulfill what the prophets have said of him. The disciples and the whole crowd started praising God in a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. I want to tell you right now that Jesus is in this room. He's right there inside of each one of you. He deposited His Spirit in you. He lives in you. The disciples cried out, and the crowd cried out, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven, and glory in the highest. Blessed is the King who comes. As they laid down their cloaks and they dropped their palms, as Jesus was led down the Mount of Olives on a colt, And Jesus said then, and I'm sure he's going to say it again, as heaven stands open, as I preached a little last week, as heaven stands open, and this time he's on his stallion, a white stallion, and he looks down from heaven and he says, if you, even you, had only known this day, what would bring you peace? If only you would know what would bring you peace. You know, there's only one way to have peace in this world that I found out is that is to have the love of God and Jesus in your heart. There's no other substitution for it. There's nothing you can do to have peace except to have Jesus. Amen. If you don't have Jesus, then you don't have true peace. If you don't have Jesus, then you don't know true love. Jesus, as he approached Jerusalem and he saw the city, what did he do? He wept over it, he said. In Luke chapter 19, verses 41. And I'm sure Jesus right now is looking down on the earth in heaven and he's weeping over it. He's weeping over it for all of his children that are lost. He's all of his children that his hearts have been hardened. He's weeping. 
And he said, if you, even you, had only known them this day, what would bring you peace? But now it is hidden from your eyes. Don't let Jesus be hidden from you. On this Good Friday, don't harden your hearts. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground and the and your children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. Lord, I pray right now in Jesus' mighty name that we would recognize the, your second coming, that we would recognize the times, the signs in the heavens on the earth, All over, there's miracle signs and wonders that God is doing right now in our very midst that shows that He's coming back soon. Let it not be hidden from us. And let us not hide our eyes from Him. Let us not turn away from the truth. Because the truth is He's coming back. And He's coming back soon. Back then they had no clue what Jesus was about to do. They had no clue. They didn't know the plan that God had laid out. They didn't know what Jesus was doing or what he was going to do. They had no clue. Let us not be clueless of what's coming. But let us be watchmen awake and ready. And not just that, but let's get our family ready. Let's get our children, our grandchildren in the kingdom of God where they're standing strong and you know it in your heart of hearts that every one of them is saved. Everyone, without a doubt. They had no clue what Jesus was going to do. They had no clue what Jesus was going to endure. Even Judas Iscariot, who sold him for 30 pieces of silver, had no clue what Jesus was going to endure. But God did. The prophets knew it. And they knew. The prophets knew. But they didn't know that the greatest miracle that Jesus was going to do was just about going to take place three days after tonight. You see, the devil was glorying in his darkness. The devil had his day. Herod had his day. Caiaphas had his day. Who was the high priest. Pilate had his day. They had their moment in time. 
where they could have done the right thing, but darkness prevailed in their hearts. Darkness prevailed in their hearts. Judas would betray him. Peter would deny him. The guards would mock him. Herod, let's see here. The chief priests and the teachers of the law conspired against him. Herod and Pilate would try him. They sent him to Herod, who wanted Jesus to perform miracles like he was some kind of a magician. That's what, that's all. I remember in the in reading of the word, it says that Herod couldn't wait. King Herod, king of the Jews, couldn't wait to see Jesus. Because he knew that Jesus performed miracles. He, he healed the blind. He raised the dead. He healed the lepers. And he couldn't wait for Jesus to perform a miracle in his midst. Like he was some kind of magician. But Jesus was silent. Then Herod sent him back to Pilate. And Pilate examined him. And he found that there was no fault in him, that he had done nothing wrong to deserve death. So he sent him back to Herod. Herod sent him back to Pilate. He was going back and forth. Then Pilate said, no, I'm just going to go ahead and beat him. But no, it says that in Luke, that with one voice, the crowd cried out. A hung jury. I'm sure each person in that crowd was handpicked by the Pharisees and the teachers of the law and the chief priests. How would you like to be in that jury? How would you like to be a man accused of nothing wrong? Or a man who's being uh, accused of bringing up a rebellion, who did nothing wrong, having a hung jury hand-picked against you, each one of them. How would you like to be in that court? You wouldn't stand a chance. I'm telling you the days are coming that it says in the Bible, well, son will betray father, father will betray son, daughter and mother will betray each other. It's coming. Persecution's going to happen. It's in the Word of God. The Word of God is not wrong. What did we call it? What is it? Hard. What? Concrete. What is it, Ellie? Remember? What is what did you say Phil was at the dinner table? Concrete. A literal concrete. A literal concrete. Let's say it, a literal concrete. That's right. Jesus Jesus appealed again. What crime has he done, he said. 
to the crowd. And the crowd cried out, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said, but what crime has he done? I find no fault with this man. Why should he be penalized for death when there is nothing that he did? But the crowd cried even louder, crucify him, crucify him. For a third time, Pilate appealed to him. I have found no fault for him, no grounds for death. Therefore, I will just punish him. But what did the mob cry? Let's say it. Crucify. Crucify. Let's say it all together. Crucify. Crucify him. The louder they shouted, the more intense it got. And the more demanding they cried out, crucify him, until the mob's voices reigned. And they prevailed. They prevailed. I'm telling you, there's mobs out there right now that are crying out for Christians to be crucified. And they are prevailing. And it's scary. Hallelujah. So Pilate released Barabbas. And then Pilate put a cross on Jesus. As he walked up to a place called the Skull. Where they crucified him. And they nailed him to a cross. And they raised him up on that cross. On that place called the skull. And I want to read to you the last words. Some of the last words that Jesus said. In Luke chapter 23. I'm just going to read the red letters. Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you say, Blessed are the barren women, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. These are the very words of Jesus's. This is the last breath in his mouth. Warning. Warning us. He says in the book of Revelation that men's hearts will fail because of what's coming in the heavens and what's coming on the earth. And they'll hide in caves and they'll cry out and curse God and they'll want the mountains to fall on them because of all the things that are coming upon the earth. We need to be ready. 
This, this word that Jesus spoke is going to come to pass someday. And praise God, I pray to God that we are out of here. In the rapture and gone. For if men do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Think about that for a minute. When men will do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it's dry? I believe that we're in a dry period right now of the church. But there's revival breaking out and there's life coming back throughout this country because the times are near. And Jesus is going to have a pure and spotless bride. We don't need to be dry, but we need to be filled with life-giving water of the Holy Spirit to be refreshed, to be green. To be green is to live if you're a landscaper when you know what a brown tree is not a good tree when you go and scratch the bark. But when you see green, it's good. When you go peel it off, that's how you check things are alive. I wonder if there's some green in you or some brown. Think about that. And if there's some brown, pray to God that our Father in heaven, who knows us and knows our hearts, will prune that dead out of us so that we can thrive. We need to thrive. Even in the midst of chaos, we can thrive and have peace because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who is in each one of us, who is alive and well. Then he went on to say, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. As Jesus is hanging on the cross, he says, Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they're doing. Pleading for their souls to the Father in heaven. As the men are nailing the nails into his hand and into his feet. As they're pulling the cross up and as it drops in the hole on the area called the skull. Then he looked over to another man who was on a cross because he was crucified with two criminals. And one criminal asked forgiveness while he was up there because he told the other one, Jesus did nothing wrong, nothing to deserve this. He's an innocent man being crucified. And Jesus looked at him and he said, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Today we will be in paradise. It was now about the sixth hour and darkness came over the whole land. Just like it is right now. Darkness, when you look outside, you don't see any light. It's darkness. Well, it shouldn't have been dark at 6 o'clock. It said that in the sixth hour, the darkness came over the whole land. 
until the ninth hour, for the sun stopped shining. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. And the earth shook and quaked. And Jesus called out to his father in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last breath. Then the centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness the sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and they went away. But all those who knew him, including the woman who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching all these things. Our Savior Jesus Christ went to the cross for each one of us. Each one of us. His blood was shed for each one of us. For salvation, for redemption, for eternity. That is for you and that is for me. And on this night, Jesus was in the grave. He was dead. But come Sunday, but come Sunday, a miracle took place. And we'll get to that on Sunday. (laughs) Amen? Amen? Come Sunday, Something's happening. It's coming Sunday. What's happening? What's happening? Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes. Amen. Amen? He rose victoriously. But on this night, Jesus laid in a tomb with a stone rolled over it. And oh, darkness, oh, darkness thought it won. The devil was rejoicing, but he wasn't sure. Then all of a sudden, the devil down in hell heard this. Satan, I am here. Give me the keys to hell. And I'm sure he laughed. He said, what? Who are you? Just as, just as the man from Galilee saw a light, there was a light brighter in hell than any flame down there could ever imagine, and it was the Son of God. And he was tormenting that devil. Tormenting him. For three days he beat him up. Bruised him. Said and made a spectacle of it. God is good all the time. And His mercies endure forever. 
His grace is still sufficient for me. His blood that's been poured out for the redemption of our sins is still as potent and as miraculous as ever. Amen? His body that was bruised beyond recognition for us who endured a cat of nine tails, which is a whip with metal and glass tied to the end of it. Jesus endured all of that. Crown of thorns on his head. You know that he was beaten with that cat of nine tails? Forty minus one times. Thirty-nine times it says in the word. Thirty-nine times. He was spit upon. He was mocked. He was beaten beyond recognition. Even his own mother couldn't recognize him. He did all of that for us. He did all of that for us. The crucifixion is not no easy way to die. You hang there gasping, trying to get air when you can't get air as your lungs fill with blood. You're in pain because of the nails in your hands and the nails in your feet. And you try to ease the pain because the nails are on the bones, on your bones. And you're trying to lean from one side to the other. I can't even explain all of the pain that Jesus endured for us. But he didn't fail one bit. He never failed one bit. He never gave up. He never turned back. He went to the garden. He prayed. And he prayed with such intensity that blood poured from his head. And his disciples couldn't even keep watch for one hour. What Jesus did for us, and he did it for you, He did it for me. He did it for every person on this earth. Every beating heart. He did. You know, they call it the Last Supper. It's really the First Supper. It's really the First Supper. should be the night that Jesus was to go and endure all of that he was reclining just before the the garden with his disciples and I'm sure he still smelt like the expensive perfume that was poured on him and washed on his feet. I'm sure when he was on the cross, 
You can still smell that perfume a little bit. That night before the supper, he washed every one of his disciples' feet. And Jesus right now is washing your heart. He's washing your heart with his blood. He gives you a new heart if you call out to him. But when the hour came, Jesus and his apostles, they reclined at that table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. See, Jesus knew what he was going to go through. He knew he had to suffer. And he says to him, I tell you, I will not eat again until it finds fulfillment into the kingdom of God. And after he took the cup, he gave thanks and he said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And then Jesus took the bread in his and he passed it out and he divided it and he broke it and he set it out among them. And he gave it to them saying, and let's lift the bread up. He said, this is my body. This is my body. Which is broken for you. And given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake of the bread. And in the same way after the supper. He took the cup. And let us lift the cup up. And he said this cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. This cup is the new covenant. Jesus' blood which was poured out for you. For you. He did this for you. For you. Let us partake of the blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us. We thank you, Lord, that you went to the cross for us, that you died for us. Lord God, you died for us. You died for me who was a sinner. Saved by grace. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. The saving grace of Jesus is still as effective today and it will be effective tomorrow and the next day and to eternity until Jesus comes back. It's still as effective. It has not lost its potency. It has not lost its grace. And Jesus' blood has not lost one that accepts him for what he's done and believes that Jesus did all these things this book says. 
Jesus promises us that he will never fail us or forsake us. And Lord God, as a church and a body, we stand on your word and we believe your word. Let us not fall away. Lord, don't hide your eyes from us. Don't hide your eyes, Lord Jesus, from us. But look upon us with mercy and love and grace as you do. And Lord, fill our hearts with your Holy Spirit. Fill our hearts with your Holy Spirit. Fill our hearts with love. That compassion. Lord God, I lack compassion. I need compassion. Lord, I need your love every day. I am nothing without you, Lord God. I am nothing without you. My life is but a breath. But a but a but a wind that blows from the north and south. And who knows where the wind comes, Lord, but only you. As we watched the winds blow, I sat and pondered. As I hear, heard the winds blowing from my bedroom window at about 2 o'clock in the morning. And I said, Lord, where do the winds come from? But you know what? The winds come from the storehouse of heaven. God is the only one who knows where the winds come and go. He's the only one. And if God knows where the winds come and go, then he surely knows you. He surely knows you. It says that he knows every hair on your head. Every hair on your head. He knows you. He made you. He created you. You are his. You are his. Make him yours. Because he's made a way for him to be yours. He's yours. He's yours. He's ours. He's our King of kings and Lord of lords. And all of our faith rests on Jesus. All of our faith and all of Christianity rests on what Jesus has done on the cross. All of it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Ed, I'd like for you to come down. We're going to be praying for Ed. Because I believe God is working miracles here in this room. And I believe that God is working a miracle in Ed. He got a report that is that that cancer is not his. That that devil's cancer that's in him is getting smaller. It's getting smaller. It's getting smaller. And I'm believing in my heart of hearts that God is going to dissolve this thing in Jesus' name. That it's going to be gone. That when he goes back to the, those doctors, he's going to get a report that says, there's no cancer here, there's no need to operate. It's getting smaller. What was the fist? I don't know how small it is now, but it's getting smaller. Amen. So let's get our faith riled up and let's believe in Jesus' name. And it's gone. God can do it. God can do it. He is the God of miracles. He operates in the supernatural. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray right now for this cancer to be gone, 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 gone. That this tumor is gone, dissolved. That the power of the Holy Spirit is filling Ed right now and doing surgery on him. That it's healing him. 
Healing him in Jesus' name. Healing him in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. It says that you bore our strife for our healing. Lord God, and we're believing for Ed to be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Healed, healed, healed. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And we pray over mom that you would give her a peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace, peace, peace in Jesus' mighty name. That she would stand on the word, stand on faith, stand on you, Lord God, a solid rock on which we stand on all the ground and sink and sand. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Peace. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Who else needs prayer? Who else needs prayer? Don't be afraid to come on down. What do we need prayer for, brother? Father, we just pray right now in Jesus' name that this back will be healed, made straight. Hallelujah. Healed and made straight in Jesus' name. Healed and made straight, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Father God, I lift up my brother to you, Lord God, that you're a God of miracles, that this back will be loose, these muscles be loosened up, that this back, Lord God, will be made straight and strong in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Anybody else need prayer? Come on, don't leave here without prayer. If God's calling you, calling you for repentance, calling you for healing, anything. What do you need, sister? Your what? Lungs. Father God, we're just praying for Ellie right now in Jesus' name. That you would fill these lungs with your breath, with pure oxygen from heaven, Lord God. And that your healing in her, Lord God, would just... Um, take place, Lord God, a miraculous healing for these lungs as you'll be able to breathe perfectly, Lord God, deep breaths of you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for We pray, Father God, for healing in Jesus' name that these lungs function as you created them in Jesus' name. That anything in there that shouldn't be, Lord God, that you would get it out right now. Get it out right now, Lord God, in Jesus' name. That she'd be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody else? Ephraim, come on down. We're going to pray for you. Grandpa's got to pray for you, buddy. We're going to pray for this heart. That this heart, this, this heart, come right on over here. Come on. This The heart, Lord God, is going to be healed in Jesus' name. No hole, no hole, Lord God, but made whole in Jesus' name. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of his testimony, Lord God, heal his heart in Jesus' name. That is made whole. In Jesus' name, it operates perfectly. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Who's next? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I just want a prayer, prayer recommitment to you, Lord God, right now. Lord, I, I just feel, Lord God, that, Lord, we need to recommit our lives to you. And if we could just, if you, don't, if you feel led to repeat after me, just say, Lord... I recommit my life to you. I recommit everything I do to you. Lord, I, I pray that my mind, Lord, is on you always. On you always. And Lord, I give you all that I have. I give you my heart. I, I want you as my Lord. 
Take away everything that's not of you. Move it out of the way. Move it out of the way. Move it out of the way. Make straight my path. Make straight my path. I rebuke you, enemy. You have no hold on me. I am a child of God. And I live for Him alone. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just pray as we end this service, Lord God, to you, that, Lord God, I pray for your blood that was shed on the cross will be poured out over top of each one of us. That your blood that was shed on the cross will be over our homes, our families, our children, our grandchildren, and for all of those that you've allotted us throughout all the generations. For our kids and grandkids and great-grandkids and great-great-grandkids that are here yet, Lord God, but you know them by name. I pray for each one of them that they would all know you, that we would all know, we would all know the shepherd's voice, that we would turn and answer, that we would give him two eyes when he talks, two eyes when he talks so he would have our undivided attention. That we would look to him and look upon his face. That we would experience his glory and his grace. That we would be engulfed in his love and joy and his peace. I pray this, Lord God, as we're under the blood of the Lamb, the perfect and spotless blood of the Lamb. Lord God, I just thank you, Lord. Lord, I can worship you all night long. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's turn that up, Joe, and we're just going to sit here and let this soak in and worship us. And we want to pray as we're turning this up for our Julie sister, Terry, and her cousin, Michelle, and Mark, that their healings will take place tonight miraculously. And we lift up all those that need healing in their bodies that we know we're laying them right now at the foot of your cross Lord God laying them at the foot of your cross and we're praying for your blood to sprinkle down upon them and heal them in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah
Lord is that spirit. Reveal Jesus tonight. Magnify his name. Have us. Have the entire evening. Have our lives. You have the name above every name. You've been given the name above every name. And every knee will bow to the glory of your name. Holy Spirit, let this happen tonight. Come and live with us. I want us to ask that as a church family. Come live with us. Live with us. Trust us with your presence here. In Jesus' name.